0: I want to welcome everyone back to the Duck Pond Wall. I'm your host Monica Hall and we get to sit on this radio show and talk with somebody, and, you know, just like we were sitting on the Duck Pond Wall and catching up on somebody's news. And I'm sure that this Bella has done that before. I'm happy to welcome as my guest today Cleo Cooper, um Emery Henry graduate
1: class of 2014 that is 2014
0: all right well welcome it's good to see you
1: you as well you as well seven years ago wow
0: well you've been busy in that seven years let's just (laughs) jump right into the exciting news because we don't have a lot of folks who leave emory and henry to go on and play professional football but you've you've kind of had some fun the last few years haven't you
1: i have that is correct that is correct uh very very fortunate and blessed to uh to, to continue playing the sport I love the most, um, you know, upon graduating from college. So uh, definitely uh, was, was, was a great two or three years playing in the arena league. Um, so once again, just blessed and fortunate enough to, to be able to take my talents onto the next the next level post-college. post, uh, post college.
0: Well, and help me understand, because, you know, I'm a bear of very little brain when it comes to sports. So help me understand Arena League football as opposed to like regular football, as, as we would say, you know, what we're used to seeing out there on Saturdays um, at Emory and Henry at one o'clock. What, what, what's different about Arena League football?
1: The Arena League football is, uh, once again, pretty much the same as outdoor football, except You're now playing eight on eight rather than outdoors. It's 11 on 11. So it's just eight on eight. Um, And you're also playing on 50 yards as opposed to 100 yards. So the whole aspect of arena football, it just gives fans, um, it gives fans a time to enjoy professional football during the NFL's off season. Um, As you know, the NFL typically starts up in the fall and they run through February, whereas arena football actually starts in February and runs till about August. So once again, it just gives fans, you know, some time to get out and enjoy, you know, professional football indoors, you know, in in preparation for the for the NFL season.
0: So basically, if we like football, we never really have to be without football if we play this just right.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The the thing with arena football, it's not everywhere. So there are a lot of states that don't have it. it. It's typically. It's typically utilized in the in the in the Midwest and it branches out up north, you know, in the in the in the New England region. And then you also have a few states uh on the West Coast that have it. You don't really see it a lot in the south, but it is becoming more and more popular um as time time progresses. So, you know, definitely um, you know, if you have a if you have an arena league in your city or state, I would highly recommend you to get out and catch a game because it's a it's a lot of fan engagement. You know, I don't know if you've ever Looked up any Arena Football League highlights, but it's it's a it's a it's a ton of fan engagement throughout the game. So you know, very very exciting time to go watch some football indoors too.
0: I kind of like I kind of like that. I always like all the extra stuff. when I go to a sporting event, I'm like, oh, the sports are good, but look with you know, look at the promotions and look at all the stuffs going on. So they got a lot of stuff that happening for the fans.
1: Exactly correct. Yeah, well, do you have pretty good attendance for the games? It is. So my, my first season, I signed with a team called the Marion Blue Racers right outside of Columbus, Ohio. And um, Marion's a re- real small town, similar to Emory. Um, not much going on. So, you know, when, when it's time for the Blue Racers to kick off, you know, you're you're surrounded by that, you know, that fan and that community engagement. And they're, you know, they back their players up, you know, pretty well. So there's Nice little crowd. And then, you know, a lot of teams, um, a lot of the away teams, they, they travel real well too. So, you know, you're mixing in your home crowd along with the, with the away, away crowd. It turns out to be a, to be a very, very nice, nice performance and a nice seating. Well, and you, you started out with the Canadian football league. Is that right? Yes, I did. I did have a tryout with the Hamilton tiger cats, which is based right out of, uh, Toronto, um, was, uh, went up there for a three day workout, um, Things didn't things didn't work out. I ended up being there for three weeks. Um, they were trying to they were trying to decipher on whether they were going to keep me um, as an import player in the Canadian league, or if they was going to keep a Canadian guy. And obviously, we're considered imports because you're in Canada, so you're only allowed a certain amount of imports on a team. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, I was up. I went up for a three day workout. Was ended up being up there for three weeks because you know they were really trying to decipher who they were going to keep. And at the end of the day, they ended up keeping a Canadian receiver. So that's when I hired an agent. And then that's when I actually signed my first professional contract with the Marion Blue Racers. So it was an unfortunate nice. situation, but it's also a situation that I can, you know, tell my son one day, like, hey, got the opportunity to go try out for CFL team, you know, experience, you know, Toronto and this in, in Canada for for three weeks while while competing for, for a job. So, you know. Oh,
0: that's that's awesome. No, I love that. And then you so you ended up with two seasons with the Marion Race, the Blue Racers. And then correct. you ended up also playing for the Washington Valor team up in DC.
1: Correct. Correct. So play two seasons with the blue racers. And then, um, uh, the blue, the Wash, the Marion blue racers, actually the team folded after my huh. second season. So what happened mm-hmm. was, uh, when I got a call from the general manager for the Washington Valor, it was actually the arena football team, the arena football league's newest addition to the AFL. So got a call, came in for a workout and ended up signing with them, but also ended up having a uh, pretty much a career ending injury. injury. Um, and Hello, that's what kind of led me to where I am now. So um, played, played in the preseason with the Washington Valor, like I said, in the nation's capital of DC, but ended up having a, a, a serious uh, injury um, right before the season started in preseason, which, um, which led me to, like I said, where I am now in the corporate world, because, you know, with a broken ankle, metal plate, three screws in my ankle, I wasn't allowed to, to really run routes like like i was so you know that oh, happened man you know, it happened so you know I, I i'd say i had a I had a pretty good career after college um wish it would have lasted longer obviously but things happen for a reason you know i am where i am today
0: yeah well and and where are you today let's talk about that for a minute i don't want to talk about arena football a little bit more too but first let's since you've since you've gotten us to that, that point let's talk about what you're doing now.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm back in my hometown of Raleigh, North Carolina, so I'm about three and a half hours from from, from Emory & Henry. Um, I am currently a customer success manager at Cisco, Cisco Systems, which is, nice. uh, for those of you who don't know about Cisco, we're, we're an IT company, so we specialize in hardware and software products. Never, ever would I have imagined being in the IT industry, especially being a sport and a business administration major. Never would have thought I would have ended up in the technology industry, but- again, things happen for a reason. Um, so I am a, I am a sales rep here and I, I'm enjoying it. I'm just, I'm, I'm coasting along.
0: Well, how did you end up doing that? Did you think about <laughs> getting into some kind of, you know, additional like sports field after you quit playing or did you, did you say, God, no, I've done that?
1: Yeah, most definitely. I've always, sports has always been my passion, you know, growing up playing football, basketball, and baseball sports has always been my passion. I always seen myself, you know, if the NFL didn't work out. I always seen myself Behind the scenes on the business uh, side of sports, so not necessarily coaching, but more so on the business side of sports. Yeah. But an opportunity presented itself. A few of my um, good friends here in uh, Raleigh are engineers and sales reps in the technology field, and and they know they know me very well. They know I'm a personable, likable person. So they said, at the end of the day, people are going to buy from who they like. I think you'll be a great sales rep in the IT industry. And you know, my first my first instinct was like technology. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, at Emory, if anything, if anything happened to my computer, I was going straight to the computer help desk. I wasn't even going to attempt to fix it. So I was a little, I was a little, I was a little skeptical about, um, you know, kind of taking this, this, this jump, you know, a brand new career, you know, don't really know much about technology, but, you know, here I am, I'm actually selling it now. So um, that's kind of how I, I got my foot in the door um, in the, in the, in the IT industry and, you know, been here for, for three years now and, you know, I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. I really am.
0: Well, that's funny, you know, about your friends telling you that they'll buy from somebody they like, I bet they love talking to you. Your clients love talking to you about
1: sports. They do. They do. A lot of them, uh, they'll see my, they'll see my, uh, my Emory Henry paraphernalia when I'm, uh, when I'm, when I'm on calls. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm calling to talk technology and our first 20 minutes, we're talking about sports. So it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a good thing. It's a good way to get them to buy.
0: (laughs) Oh gosh, yeah! Well, I mean, that's you put people at ease, and you talk about something they enjoy, and then they find out you're kind of a sports hero, and so that makes it you know extra cool, and so that's not bad. Yeah absolutely well hellfire. So, yeah, so that's
1: that's that's exactly how i got my foot in the door in the in the it industry and been well, here ever since so
0: i'm glad your your sad little broken foot made it into the door it sounds like you're having a good time with it right, right, right. <laughs> just a quick exactly. reminder to everybody listening today that we're speaking today with cleo cooper Emory and Henry class of 2014 who was a former um Arena football league um, player, and now is a salesperson for Cisco, doing some great stuff out there in the world. And so, I am going to make you come back to arena football for just a minute, just because I'm kind of fascinated with that. So, you were saying that not every town has one. Are there some? Did I see recently that there's a new uh, team in
1: like Charlotte
0: or someplace?
1: Charlotte recently got a team. Um, yep, Charlotte and Greensboro are two are two cities in in the state of North Carolina that. Um, that just uh, recently um, acquired um, an indoor team. So um, I know I'm not. I think the Charlotte team actually plays in the Bojangles Arena, not too far from the Panther Stadium in Charlotte. And And okay. I know the Greensboro team plays in the Greensboro Coliseum, where um, where University of North Carolina at Greensboro they hold their their basketball team holds their their basketball games, and then it's also a venue for the town that they you know where a lot of concerts and. And events take place as well yeah and not too not too long ago the ACC tournament was actually held at the Greensboro Coliseum oh so, okay um, yeah so yeah <laughs> so Charlotte and Greensboro are two two of the cities that um in North Carolina that just incorporated arena teams
0: well, people were so excited about it on Facebook. I'm thinking it must be kind of a big deal. I mean, it seemed like people were sort of all over the notion of
1: getting to go. Especially, yeah, especially in North Carolina because it's different. You know, they're, you know, in the state of North Carolina, to my knowledge, I don't think they ever had an arena team. So when you bring mm-hmm. a professional team to your city, you know, obviously, you know, that's going to get a lot of fan engagement, a lot of hype around around the city and things like that. So yeah, I haven't gotten out to to check them out um, just yet, but um, I plan on doing so. Um, but yeah, just just really looking forward to it.
0: Well, cool. Well, maybe we should get you to come back and start an AFL
1: team here. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I guess I guess we can play at ETSU's dome. There we <laughs> go. We'll just put a dome over the we'll just put
0: a dome over them over the football field. Over, they used over to, the
1: football field. There you go. <laughs> they used to
0: joke. They used to joke that because it never rained on one of Coach Wacker's games, they used to laugh and call it the Wacker Dome
1: because it made no sense that he never had to go. play in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, they, they'll put a nice little retractable roof over it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect. Hey, and so I want to talk to you about some of your community work, too. You were saying that you were involved with the John Wall Family Foundation. Um, Did you and John know each other in high school or have y'all just gotten to know each other?
1: We did. We did. So I'm originally from I'm originally from New Haven, Connecticut. So right when I graduated from eighth grade, right when I graduated from the eighth grade, I moved down to Raleigh. And um, John Wall was actually one of the very first people I met at a local YMCA, you know, obviously this was, this was years ago, you know, I'm a year older than John, so he was going into the eighth grade, I was going into the ninth grade, um, so he wasn't the John Wall that he is today, but, you know, just, <laughs> just stayed, in, stayed in touch um, throughout the years, a uh, real close friend of mine, um, we keep in contact to this day, but um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a part of his, uh, his family foundation in which he does a lot of giving back. Um, obviously, he was in, you know, the nation's capital playing for the Washington Wizards for, for for 10 years before he got traded to Houston. So did a lot of community activities um, up in D.C., as well as um, just kind of helping out with his running his backpack giveaway here in Raleigh that he uh, that he does for the children um, before they go back to school every year in August. Um, oh, so sweet. very, very, uh, yeah very fortunate and blessed to be a part of that, um, just because I've always been a guy that, that has always wanted to to give back to you know where I came from so especially to so the he, best- tell us about the backpack giveaway yeah so every year in August he holds a he holds a backpack giveaway for for kids as they're you know obviously getting ready to start the school year so um obviously with COVID the past two years it's been it's been a drive-through so we have had it it's just been a drive-through but prior to COVID it's like a big festival you know face painting you know, all kinds of arts and crafts and, and what the kids, what the kids that attend gets is a, is a, is a, John Wall, uh, family foundation backpack. And the backpack is just, you know, full of supplies that, that kids are going to need, you know, starting start school, you know, mechanical pencils, sharp, uh, sharpeners, you know, erasers, all, all that good stuff for the, for the, for the youth. So once again, just very, very fortunate to be a part of that, because like I said, you're giving back to, you know there's some kids out there that can't afford book bags to go back to school so you know and 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 the and the the smile on the kids' faces when they when they see uh not only myself but obviously john you know when when handing them book bags is just you know that's that's at the end of the day that's what we do it for
0: that is fantastic mm-hmm. i love that story and i love that he's thoughtful about his, his own community i think that's great and you are too and i think that i love that it's it's one thing to 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 find a project that makes you know like a national kind of impact but to be able to do it for your home community I think that means a
1: lot yeah absolutely
0: yeah well good for you all right and so let's let's sort of round out our conversation by talking about your time at Emory and Henry a little bit um you tell us tell me what you what position you played at Emory and Henry
1: yeah so I I came into Emory and Henry as a wide receiver um uh, played at Emory Henry from 2010 to 2014 as a wide receiver under coach Montgomery. Um, had a, had a very, had a very successful career, you know, started off a little shaky, um, <laughs> but you know, ma- did a, did a lot of maturing, you know, cause it was different scenery. Like I said, you taking a kid from the city and literally you're bringing them to Emory and Henry getting off exit 2026. 20, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a different ball game. You so, you know, I was one of those guys that you know. After after my first year, I was I was ready to transfer. I was ready to come mm-hmm. back back home and, and play somewhere locally, but uh, once again, um, you know, a lot of doing a lot of talking over with my dad and things like that. Um, I decided to stay and 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 end up graduating in, in three and a half years. So, were
0: there yeah. things that that catch you here, uh, or people,
1: or programs, uh, or definitely, whatever? Definitely, definitely the people. You know, I'm a I'm a real I'm a real big Kyle sensible fan. I was talking to him <laughs> yesterday. He was one of, he was one of the uh he was one of the guys that 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 brought me under his wing even though I wasn't a basketball player. Um my my first year I stayed in Hillman, you know. I was a, I was actually a transfer student, so I was actually allowed to stay in Hillman as a transfer. Um so I was actually on the floor with a lot of the the senior and uh, the upperclassmen basketball players and those are kind of the guys that that really paved the way for me along with a lot of the 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 upperclassmen um on the football field as well. I was real close with uh, Caleb Jennings, um, um, who wore number seven. Uh, the GOAT, I call <laughs> uh, him and I were very close, even though we only played a, a year together. But he was another guy that, you know, kind of took me under my wing, uh, took me under his wing and and told me that, you know, my time was eventually going to come because I was one of those guys where, you know, I've always been on the field, you know, at all times. And, you know, kind of, you know, it didn't really start like that. Emory you know and it it just progressed from there so yeah definitely I'd say the people was was a big factor in me and me continuing my education and and, and eventually graduating.
0: Well I'm kind of crazy about both those guys you just mentioned so it sounds like you fell in with a good with a good group
1: so that makes me happy. I I will say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me tell me what you studied um, business what did you study? Um, Sports Uh, management?
1: I I was a sport management major and I minored in business administration.
0: Okay so so if you hadn't gone into the CFL and the, and the AFL, what were you sort of thinking about doing? Like uh, managing a team or doing some of those kinds of things?
1: Uh, not, not, not so much managing a team. Um, but like I said, more on the, on the business side of, 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 of sports. So more like recruiting. Uh, so um, like a director of recruiting at an NCAA school. So what mm-hmm. that, what that entails is pretty much getting information out to the recruits that the coaching staff is recruiting Assisting the recruits and their families when they come on campus, you know, making them making them feel like they're at home. Um, I feel like that is a very, very um, director of recruiting is a very, very important position um, at the NCAA level amongst the coaching staff because you're you're nine times out of ten you're the first face that a recruit sees when they come on uh, campus. A yeah. lot so of them don't run into the coaching staff; they come into the director of recruiting because nine times out of ten, the director of recruiting has the whole itinerary for the recruit and their families when they, when they come on those visits. So that's always been, been a passion of mine because uh, there's a lot of kids, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to a 17, 18 year old kid. That's going to, that's getting ready to make a huge decision in his life. And, and I feel like, you know, that first face that they see, they're never going to forget that, you know, yeah, so I've yeah. always, I've always had a passion for wanting to, to go into recruiting on the NCAA level. That's kind of yeah. always been like the ultimate goal of mine. Sure.
0: All right. So what so what from Emory and Henry do you take with you now in your professional life that you think, you know, this real I think about this a lot or this helps me a lot or here's an experience that I'm using as a salesperson or. Or, or this is what inspires me to do what I'm doing with the John Wall Foundation or but what from Emory
1: and Henry kind of kind of stays with you as you as you go into your adult life. So for me, uh, uh, patience, patience is a, is a huge one. Cause again, you know, I was that guy, you know, I was ready to leave after my first year. Um, but I was patient and and things played out for me. Um, not, not necessarily saying it played out the way that I wanted them to play out, but you know, I'm, I feel as if I'm very, very successful and me being patient while at Emory has helped me to get to where I am today. Um, so, so love patience that is, answer. Yeah, I patience love that is, answer. It is. It is. It really was. Because you know, had I had I jumped ship and went to another school, you know, no telling what would have happened. And and like I said, at the end of the day, Emory Henry was a was a great school. The people that I still keep in contact with, you know, you know, not, not only just the just my my teammates or, or classmates, but even their families. I'm still I'm still really, really close with a lot of My teammates, families and, you know, things like that, their wives now and their kids, which is crazy to to say, (laughs) but uh, it's just it's just crazy how, you know, how everything just kind of kind of loops around. But but to answer your question, I definitely say that patience has has gotten me a long way. And, you know, I learned that at Emory.
0: Well, I've, I've, no one has given me that answer before. And I really love that because I liked it. I love that you stuck it out and really saw the value of seeing that through. So I think that's pretty cool. I am.
1: I am. And and just like, you know, my parents always said, you know, growing up, I was one of those kids who, you know, I always wanted to see results right away. You know, I was that guy that, you know, if I'm I'm not plan now i'm leaving <laughs> you know i don't want to wait and stick it out you know, i don't want to wait for somebody to get injured and tell till it's my time to get on the field so you know i was just always that 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 person that just i wanted it and i wanted it now and i had to realize that you know uh you know good things good things definitely uh they come when you're when you're patient
0: so Well, that is some fine advice right there. We're we're about out of time, but I've got to let you talk about that. I did okay. I did Facebook stalk you for just a minute before I got on the Zoom call, and so I you've you got to tell me about that adorable little
1: putum putum that I saw you carrying around. Who is who is that? Uh, Cairo Cooper. He is. Uh, he's something else. I will tell you. He's um. How old uh, is he? He's he's a pandemic baby. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah so he'll be he'll be 16 months um uh on the 29th of this month so um yep yeah, so Cairo Cairo Amari Cooper is uh is the is the next wasp there that's what they're saying and um you know his mom is, is is Bethany Meyer who's a uh who's a former wasp um herself she was a soccer player Great. um so so yeah so we're, we're doing very well um living in Raleigh North Carolina right now but yeah, Cairo, he's the, he's the next one coming.
0: <laughs> well, I hope so, because that is a cute, cute, cute little fella. And so I would love to think about him being at Emory and Hendry.
1: Yeah, I told him, I told him he can only go to Emory if he if he's allowed to wear number one. So oh. <laughs> his mom says eight, but I say one. <laughs> Maybe he should get nine. We'll just 18. add them together. <laughs> or 18. Oh, 18. That's even
0: better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, issues, I hope that you and Bethany Kyra, will
1: come back for a visit soon and bring Cairo with you. We're planning on it. We are. Uh, I actually I actually plan on coming up for the, uh, for the spring game in April. I just got the letter um, about April 9th, so, so I definitely plan on uh, coming to that. Um, it also depends on my younger brother's schedule. I have a younger brother that's a senior at University of Charleston or a rising senior at University of Charleston. And uh, another funny thing, he actually plays for my college teammate, Zach Santala. So Zach Santala is on the coaching staff at University of Charleston, and my brother is on the, the, the roster. That <laughs> is too funny. So I, so, I, so I see Zach and Ashley a lot, but um they're they're getting ready to announce their spring game sometime soon. I'm hoping it's not on April 9th. Hoping it's two different weekends so I can so I can go to both. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Maybe
0: I should just send Zach a note and say, don't
1: pick April 9th. Don't 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 choose April 9th. Don't yeah. <laughs> Let's say the weekend after.
0: Zach and Ashley always have cute dogs. I remember his family used to bring the cutest dogs to 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 games, to football games, just oh, cute. Thank All right, I, I, they are great people. I miss seeing them too. All right, well, I'm going to be stalking you for real. I've never mind Facebook. I'm going to stalk you for real at the April nine game. Then I'm going
1: to hope that you're in the crowd. Okay, that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs>
0: Leo Cooper, Emery and Henry, Class of 2014. I want to thank you for being our guest today on the Duck Pond Wall. This has been fun. I've learned a lot about arena football.
1: I have a I have a uh, action item for you I need you to go to YouTube and I need to just just simply type in AFL or type in arena football league if you type in AFL it might come up Australian football league so type in arena arena football highlights and just just watch a nice little five minute clip and, and let me know what you think it's a lot of a lot of fan engagement a lot of excitement and a lot of uh players hitting the wall so <laughs> that's a, that, that, that's an action item for you.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> consider it done as quick as we get off of here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out Arena Football League on YouTube.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. All right,
0: sure. Cleo, thank you so much, and I want to thank everybody so much for being with us today on the Duck Pond Wall. Please stay with us on WEHC because there's some great stuff coming up next. Thanks for listening to 90.7, the Voice of Southwest Virginia. <laughs>